Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It is your Cape Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our, well, not my brand new friend, but your brand new friend, Perry Edwards. Uh, we're here to break down Cold-Blooded Volume 1 and 2. How are you doing today, man? Welcome to the stream. I'm doing great. My name is Perry, your friendly neighborhood mangaka in the making, making an appearance on Keeping It Geekly. Yeah, dude. So, uh, what what <laughs> is that? So it's like, uh, what, what 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 does that mean? You said that, and I have no idea what it means. I'm fairly new to the manga like terminologies. Mangaka is just uh, Japanese for manga artist. And okay. Manga just means comic, so comic artist. Hey, let's Japanese. go. Yeah. Let's go. So, was uh was manga like your first like kind of break into like creating like comics and manga art and and writing, or did you have any other like projects you worked on previously? So, uh, Cold Blooded is my first comic, and uh, I have like worked on i have made a couple other comics in between uh but it's still my first comic and um probably what i'm gonna be working on for at least a while in the foreseeable future um i figure i might give it like three books or so uh you know now i want to go beyond three books but i figure i might go give it three books or so before i go and just start something else mm-hmm so we have uh, Elena and Ichthys over on YouTube stopping in and say good evening and what up total excellence. Welcome guys, welcome on in. If you have any questions for my friend Perry, be sure to drop them. So Perry, uh, Cold Blooded was your first like venture into things. Like what initially pushed you to take that leap to dive into like making manga? You know, uh, what inspirations kind of pushed you to help you kind of just start making your own? Uh, well, my inspirations are like Dragon Ball and, and Naruto. That's why I grew up watching. And I continue to be inspired by like my hero, One Punch Man, you know, a lot One Piece, new anime I watch and see today. But I, I had the idea for these characters and scenarios in my head and in my sketchbook since middle school. And <laughs> I always thought that I wanted to bring it to life through the medium of animation. And I wanted to be an animator and work in the animation industry. And I went to college and graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Computer Animation. But all the while, I was, um, you know, I'd read, I'd read manga and mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, other comics, and I was leaning more and more towards comics. You see, animation is a small industry, and it's hard to get into. And comics is a small industry, and hard to get into. Yeah. And, but the problem with the show is you pitch a show, and you can work on it for years and years and then it can be picked up and then axed by some executive and it's just like i like comics because it's a single creator bringing their vision of life unperturbed by anyone or anything mm -hmm. else like a network and i figured this is my best bet you know i can make it exactly how i want if it gets popular enough maybe one day it'll spawn an adaption and i'd have my animated adaption that way so were you like a avid drawler before like what type of like art you know did you take any classes like when you started this you know how did you begin did you just go off of you know experience reading different mangas um yeah so like i i learned how to draw like before i learned how to write and so i hold my pencil weird 
and I'd like trace things and like I, my grandma had some how to draw books but I only wouldn't necessarily follow them and um, you know as early as like uh, kindergarten and in you know other kids noticed I was good at drawing and so um, you know later on I, I got more how to draw books and followed those uh, I took one art class in high school but the teacher wasn't that good and then I got some private art lessons this is when things really stepped up because then I learned about the elements and principles of art. Uh, and then I went and then I, I started taking college classes. I took painting one, figure drawing, uh, drawing, uh, all these other art classes. And it was great. I was also like, I, I, I learned a lot. And, um, and, and since then, you know, I took other measures like uh, I like I love drawing people. Mm -hmm. uh, I like drawing figures and profiles. Um, I uh, towed a sketchbook around with me and, and sketch people. Uh, when I was at Sam Houston, uh, Ron Husband, an animator from Disney, had actually visited. He had a book called Quick Sketching, where you know you um, bring a sketchbook with you and you just like draw from life wherever you're at. And the idea, you know, someone could be walking by and you got to sketch them down real quick. I, I did a lot of that. Okay. Um, that seemed like it would be pretty good practice to getting like different like perspectives and like different like angling like of like humans and other objects. Yeah, well, I think the main purpose was um, to get like uh, loose drawings and capture uh, capture what you see because uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, because it's really hard to because you may see something for a second, and suddenly you gotta try and retain it and then put it on the paper, especially if someone's moving very fast. So I like draw people sitting down because <laughs> they don't they don't move that much. Yeah, yeah. So uh, script wise, you know, because you're the artist and the writer, uh, what what type of you know writing did you have much experience doing any of that, or did you kind of just full send that that as well? Full send. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that. Like, did you just I, like just go for it? I, I suppose just go for it. Uh, in Japan, like mangakas make what's called a name, which is essentially the storyboards or draft. Okay. And sometimes there's a, this pretty much is a script. Sometimes there's little to no actual writing before. Um, like I was uh, reading B Stars, and the author of uh, that book was like. She writes down three things she wants to happen in the chapter, and then she starts storyboarding. Because uh, that's a that unique way to action. do it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's not a lot of writing. Like, so, so, like, I don't. Um, when I started, I didn't write anything down. I just started like storyboarding, uh, and and uh, getting it out. Because I tried sitting down writing a script, and I just like couldn't do it. I have to see it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I have to see it at the same time. Um, I, I, why would I pigeonhole myself trying to picture it in my head when I can already draw and I can just draw it out um, and look at it from there? So cold-blooded is a pretty unique take on things. Uh, what kind of inspired you to go down this route? I mean, if you want to go ahead and give us maybe a little bit of a synopsis of, of what it, it, it's about and kind of, I guess, some of your inspirations in creating it. So, my primary inspirations is Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. Although, you may read it and you may not 
get Dragon Ball from it, uh, especially Naruto. But there may there may be a time where it will be reminiscent of that. And uh, I'm taking a lot of things I see from different anime and manga, and I'm putting it in Cold Blooded. And Cold Blooded is basically a shonen slash seinen uh, battle manga. Which uh, 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 shonen meaning like for boys, but seinen also meaning like more mature. I just mm-hmm. put it slash because it can straddle the line. Uh, stuff that's shonen isn't always strictly shonen. Stuff that's seinen isn't always. You know, I never really even shonen. I never knew that, so I appreciate and, you breaking that down for me. Yeah, yeah, like like One Punch Man is seinen and Berserk is seinen, but like One Punch Man is probably more. Uh, straddles the line a lot more between shonen and seinen since mm-hmm. it parodies shonen, and um, and battle manga just means it's like is a like, kind of equivalent of a superhero comic. It's it's just centered around fighting and, and heroes and villains, and um, uh, Cold Blood is about Rembrandt Snart who misses his dad, and while holding out hope after his father's disappearance five years ago, he discovers latent reptilian abilities. Brought out by a shadowy figure, determined to end his life. And it—it's—I mean, it starts off like really interesting. We uh, we see him on like some sort of hoverboard. Yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, so um, it's a gas board. Uh, because I, I thought like, this is like in the distant future, and I thought something would spew, like a literal green gas, and that's mm-hmm. how like pretty much all vehicles move now, and um. I'd rather just, uh, you know, it's not really explained. It's just in there, but I can always retroactively explain it later. And and here's where like I get my my idea for it, you know. It, so like in Dragon Ball and, and really a lot of stuff nowadays, they're they're what you would call a, a, a kitchen everything but the kitchen soup type of genre, mm-hmm. meaning it has they have sci-fi, they have fantasy. And they mix it all together. And it's like, if you look at Dragon Ball, it's just like that. And uh, Akira Toriyama said that he wanted to make Dragon Ball in such a way that you couldn't date it. You couldn't um, uh, uh, place, um, you know, like Dragon Ball was made in the 80s. But he wanted to make it in such a way that you couldn't, by just by watching it, you couldn't figure out it's from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And for the most part... He does a you pretty good yeah, job, yeah. aside from like maybe some of Bulma's like hairstyles and what she wears. That's a little bit of a telltale sign. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's like uh, uh, the world's so different, uh, you won't be able to tell. I'm trying to kind of do that. It's like based on our world, but a little bit different. And so like, right, instead of the capsules with Capsule Corp, it's like everything's gas powered and there's robots and, and they're like, uh, uh, you know, some robots are sentient and some robots aren't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of those things that isn't really explained. It's just shown. And uh, just like in Dragon Ball, there's like dinosaurs and there's animal people and this stuff. That stuff's never explained. Yeah, They just exist. They're just there. Go, of course, I do plan to explain some things. Not everything is just going to just perpetually not ever be explained. So why uh, have Rembrandt have like reptilian abilities? Like what drove you to go uh, that uh, course of route? To be honest, I mean, um, I guess like th- there are some animals I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with. And 
I'm not like a huge uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fan, but mm-hmm. it's it, the design is somewhat inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog, and I don't know. It's it's a design I came up with like in middle school, and um, uh, I, I I drew it, and that was his power to turn into him. I don't really have any more explanation. No, you're fine. Otherwise, it's like what I came up with, and that's mm-hmm. not like what I'm rolling with. So uh, give us a little bit more of a summary of Volume 1 uh, before we go to look at the uh, Kickstarter for Volume 2 because I don't want to spoil too much of Volume 2. And uh, I had the chance to read both Volume 1 and 2, so I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't want to believe that line where I accidentally spoil something I know I'm not supposed to. <laughs> okay, so Volume 1 is uh, pretty much like a self-contained arc. And uh, if I had to give it a name, I, maybe I'd call it the Insectoid arc or the Rembrandt origin story arc. And, uh, you know, this is like setting up, this is like setting up a defining moment for Rim. That's, uh, this is what he's called for short, uh, uh, you know, his name's Rembrandt. And, uh, volume two is like where his Nakama is introduced. That is his friends, the squad that's going to roll with them. And it's going to be mostly training. There's going to be some fighting in action, but it's also going to be a setup uh, for the next arc. So Volume 1 was a self-contained arc. The next arc is going to take place over Volumes 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. And Volume 2 is going to be like the first half of that arc. And it's going to be mostly like training and setting some things up. No, I got you. All right, well, let's go ahead and we'll take a sneak peek at the pre-launch and then... Uh, we're gonna take a look at a couple of the the pages of volume two and get a little bit of a breakdown with them so right here is uh the pre-launch campaign so upcoming project cold-blooded volume two manga monster battling monsters Rembrandt discovers reptilian abilities after an attempt on his life by darkness while holding out hope he could still find his dad so right here is this Rembrandt uh the man man of the hour himself yeah that's a mid transformation form uh He's in the middle of transforming. And uh, what, what are the what are what are we seeing uh, about to happen right here? So these are uh, missiles coming at him. They're really uh, they're very cartoony. Uh, maybe I could have uh, drawn them better, but when uh, I was thinking about drawing them, I was thinking like, have you ever seen a uh, Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Like in Pokemon, the technology is like really cartoony looking, and and not always uh, super realistic. So it's like. The, these are uh, missiles fired at him coming from these robots called the CFUs. No, I got you. Cylindrical flying units, or AKA the tin cans. And for anyone that's uh, watching, uh, we had my girlfriend uh, dropping in and say hi as well. Um, anyone that's watching, right there is the Kickstarter link. Be sure to notify on launch. Uh, it's absolutely free to sign up, and I'd like to see at least uh, one or two followers on this campaign by the time we end. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, uh,. Real quick, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, were you able to get those uh, pages added, or are you still having trouble? Uh, well, let's see. I thought I thought I added them. I'm trying to. Let me go ahead and remove this. So uh, you would go to share and then share screen, and if you go to window, that I, I usually find that a little bit easier. Oh, sorry, Google is stopping me. It's uh, that's what was stopping me. Oh. Is Google Chrome? I'm on Google Chrome, and it's like, oh, you have to grant permission. It's do it's done this to me before, which 
I thought I've fixed it, but <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's why it was stopping me. Hey, no worries, man. No worries. Fucking lock in the bottom left corner. How's everybody in the chat doing, by the way? I hope everyone's having an awesome, fantastic night. Hey, I'm excited that we finally get a chance to kind of get face-to-face -face with one another. I know we've uh, had an opportunity to talk in a couple of spaces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is great. Um, and uh, it was uh, inspiring listening to you in that uh, one Twitter space. So. I didn't know you delivered pizza. I was like, ah! <laughs> I thought I thought you were uh, you're doing this like full time. Huh? Oh, How like I, like you are. <laughs> oh my god, I wish. Um, I wish. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, pizza delivery is not too bad. It's actually a lot more money than you would think, uh, and it gives me well, the yeah, flexibility you, you to do tips. this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sure tips help. I appreciate you saying that. You thought that though. I mean, that means a lot because like making this look professional is very important to me. And uh, uh, I thought it was inspiring because you said you worked some other job before, right? Or, uh, um, phone salesman. Yeah, yeah. And so, you, you, you know, you purposely like went to a less a less stressful job so you could do this. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, man, man, I wish I, I wish I had got to do something like that. I kind of hate my job. I've, I've actually considered like, what if I just quit and work like retail or fast food or something like <laughs> Well, the biggest thing is always making sure your financial situation, you're able to do it. Um, uh -huh. Because you don't ever want to put, like putting yourself in a financial burden is a different type of stress. I would almost say right. worse than, than like dealing with your job. Um, so I was able to do it without much like of worry with financial stress. Uh, you know, thankfully we were able to, you know, I, I make almost just as much as I did doing that uh, compared to uh, working like a corporate job. So I don't know. I think it's out there. You kind of just have to, you know, just start looking. You know, that's kind of like that's like the step I think with everything, right? Uh huh. Uh, you still having trouble with uh, sharing those pages? Yeah, um, I'm trying to go to uh, system preferences. This makes me wonder if I should just quit using Google Chrome because it's done this to me before. Trying to find it under okay. mm -hmm. all right. Do you have uh I could always um let me see, maybe I could try to you cause you said it was in the link you sent me, right? Yeah, yeah, starting with uh, chapter nine. Uh, so let me see. And that would be on the Webtoons uh, one? Yeah, well, uh, Webtoon, uh, to pass to your Patreon, any of them uh, would work. Let me see if maybe I can get it pulled up on mine. You know, so I think what I read was just the first chapter. That would make sense because I, I don't remember reading the rest of this. <laughs> So, uh, what's the, what would, which chapter would be the one for, uh, the first of volume, uh, two? Um, it, Here, let me, it's let me gonna show be you. Ch chapter nine. Okay, I think I can fix it to where I can screen share. Does this look better though? It, am I on the right thing? Oh yeah, you are. Okay, so you which are. one should I go to? Oh, you said nine? You 
I didn't even see the nine. I was like scrolled right here. So it was like, I was like, I don't see a nine. I just see names. But then yeah, you pull chapter, it up. So right here. Nine conundrum. Yeah. So um, I could fix it to where I, I could screen share, but I'm going to have to exit Google, Google Chrome and come back. You're fine. If this is the same thing, this is no worries. Okay. Is this basically the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what I was going to show. So okay. that's the cover for uh, chapter nine which is in color here, but when it's printed, it'll be in grayscale because I print it in black and white. Mm -hmm. uh, the, of course, the interior pages are black and white. Uh, so what's but, going on uh, here? What's what, what's this thing uh, right behind? Uh, that's kind of like, so even though there's not the a strictly one-on-one -on -one fight, there there is sort of a, a villain. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a, a kind of lesser villain or, or a pseudo villain, if you will, and uh, just um, and I'm gonna be kind of following that trope where an anta the uh, antagonist becomes ends up becoming a member of the protagonist, Nakama. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Kind of so thing. is this Rembrandt? <laughs> no, that's his uh, grandfather. Okay, because I was gonna say Rembrandt's blue. Like this guy's red. Yeah. Uh huh. And I like to think of him as the the kind of All Might of my series, All Might or Kakashi okay. Sensei. Uh, so in terms of like power. So right here, this is uh, the first page of Volume Two. So we see, what well, you know, what's going on here? We see a huge spider. So this is opening up. This is actually like a nightmare sequence because this is like because. Uh, you know, after uh, the end of Volume One, uh, uh, Chapter Eight deals with the the falling actions and resolution, right? And now he's uh, still kind of being tortured by the uh, events of Volume One, because mm -hmm. uh, this is all going to be building up to a defining moment that hasn't necessarily happened yet. They'll probably it probably won't even happen in Volume Two, but it will happen in Volume Three. So down here, I and I love the way you do the lettering and, and the words, kind of the, to mimic that manga oh, style you. and the feel to it. So we uh, get a nice little intro to chapter nine, and uh, we see is this Rembrandt stuck on the webbing? Yeah. And then right here is the spider saying his name, and I see it has hands too. That's kind of that's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like it's one of those things that. Um, when I took private art lessons and like I was making a, a stamp or whatever, I thought, oh, a, a spider with hands on the end is pretty creepy. And then mm -hmm. when I thought of this nightmare sequence, it's like I wanted to put something creepy in it. And uh, that's what I did. I just took that idea from a, another time I had. And so I do you do this here. all like uh, digitally or is this uh, done traditionally? Uh, so it's done traditionally except for like the you know the lettering there obviously uh, now sound effects i draw the sound effects that you were just talking about but the lettering the balloons are drawn but the letters themselves the actual text is uh uh, uh digital and uh depending on what chapter you're on actually is uh kind of varies to how digital to traditional it is because some of them i just use tones and photoshop some of chapters i i tried using copic markers and 
And then later down the line, I actually bought actual sticker sheets with tone on them that, that for traditional use on Amazon. And they're actually on the page. Uh, usually I draw speed lines, but there's a few cases where I just use the speed lines and clip studio. Uh, it, it, it's very, it's like, I'm still finding my footing in mm-hmm. the process and, uh, it, doing different things. And to be honest, the more things I can do traditionally, the better. Cause it's like the less work I have to do on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. The way I look at it. So, uh, yeah, right here is just a little taste of volume two. We won't spoil too much. If you guys want to check it out and find out why, uh, this fire is saying, why you let me die, Remember, you're, you're going to have to back volume two and uh, check it out when uh, when are you going live with that campaign i hope to go live uh in like august okay um, and uh you know i have i have one more chapter uh most of it's done and, and you read most of it except you know um yeah, ch- chapter 13 of course is is just behind a paywall for three dollars but when chapter 13 is done then chapter 14, which is what I'm currently working on, when it is finished, that will cap off the end of volume two. I gotcha. And then I'll be I'll be ready to start gearing up to launch. My man, Perry, for anyone that is out there that's on the fence about backing or being notified, I mean, you got a couple months till you go live, but uh, even, you know, I'm sure this video will still be somewhat useful then. Like, for anyone that's out there that's still on the fence about getting notified or, or backing, what would you like to say to them about supporting your cause? Um, for me, um, I'd say give it a chance, uh, because you might end up liking it. And, uh, I know like art can be a barrier for some people. For me personally, when I look at a comic, art is not a barrier for me. Uh, even though some, uh, there's been times where I looked at art and I thought, oh, it's not really my kind of art, but then I start reading the story and I get into it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you get in on my series early on and keep with it, the the continuity will make it very rewarding. So how long are you planning on taking this series? You said uh, you threw around volume three, but I mean, is there a possibility for it to stretch longer? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love it to go way longer because the series is going to be nowhere near finished by volume three. But I need to get them done faster and start Mm -hmm. cranking them out. Uh, a lot sooner and the only reason it's took me this long is because i spent time re-lettering volume one and most of volume two hey, i'm sure so it was now, worth it though you know i'm was that something that was like bugging yeah. you and you you had to get done it it, it was bugging me because i don't want to be uh you know there's nothing i want more than success and if something's mm-hmm. holding me back from success i need to do that and take care of it yeah Hey, much respect to that. That's like, uh, that's a big mentality that I have for stuff. Like you said yourself, like you thought I was financially doing this all like paid and I'm doing almost all of this hundred percent free. I didn't like, like I made like maybe like a couple bucks here and there from like Ko-Fi or coffee. I don't know why I said co- uh, Ko-Fi, but, um, <laughs> they just started throwing, I had a couple buddies, like you should start doing this for a part of what I do for money. And, uh, I, I was like mind blown. I was like, really? Like. I didn't even think so yeah it's I, I appreciate that that you said that you know it looks so professional that's what you thought like no that'd be cool my ideally like if i can get to a point in life where it's like funding backing like instead of me paying out of pocket like keeping a geekly is able to self-sufficiently back campaigns that would be cool for me um but you know i'm not holding my breath i'm gonna keep putting in the same amount of work and effort i am right now you know 
Yeah, that's uh, you know, uh, really inspiring. You've uh, been able to do it uh, like frequently because that's like the biggest hurdle is just uh, doing something on a regular basis because mm-hmm. like you just have to do it and do it a lot to get so- anywhere for uh let's go ahead and finish this strong for anyone that's out there that's uh struggling to get their own manga off the ground and to get story started with their own you know their own cold blood story what type of advice would you give them to kind of just get started and to go as someone who just started you know without experience and you you created volume one and volume two you know you you self-taught yourself how to do writing and art uh so like as someone who's done all that what type of advice would you give someone who's like just starting out um, I'm not of the opinion that you will ever arrive at the state where you are ready. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, you're either going to do it or you're not. And if you're, you know, always stuck in the talking stage or the preparing stage, like I'm not ready, I'm not ready, you know, stop. You're ready. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to get anything done is to just go out and do it and there's going to be mistakes and it if if you need advice you can hit me up i've you know there's one creator on twitter actually i uh gave him some you know i basically sort of edited for him but i gave him some advice on like lettering and he mm-hmm. he actually appreciated it oh, and that's so you cool. know uh you know, just just fact if you're watching this podcast or, or anything shows you're soaking up information and yeah, learning, yeah. which is good, good. That's a first step. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, eventually you can only learn so much stuff before you all start hearing the same stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of it will run together. You'll hear so much of the same stuff before you know what you'll need to do. You just need yeah. to go out and do it. Absolutely. Well, Perry, I really appreciate that. This has been such an awesome breakdown. I like, you know, I had an idea of what to expect with Cold Blood, but like when I read it, I was just fully immersed with it. I love it. And I can't re- wait to see what you do with volume two and volume three. Uh, with that being said, guys, it is a perfect time for us to wrap things up. This is a be- beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, and I'm going to finish it strong by spending some time with my family, watching a movie, and hopefully maybe getting some popcorn and ice cream in. So, yeah, with that being said, Perry, thank you so much for coming back, coming on. And uh, hopefully we see you again when volume three pops out, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go, let's go. So guys, everyone in the chat, have a fantastic night, but most importantly, keep it geekly.